Shalom Aleichem and the good day of Shabbos, dear friends. We're in Parshas Akiv, trying to find a way to come back from Tisha B'Av, from Shabbos Nachamu, and discover the powers that lie within us. In our Vodas Hashem. This week's Parsha has a Pasuk. The Pasuk already we saw back in Parsha Shlach, but it's uh, important to discuss it. Pasuk says, Pen Yomru, this is Moshe Rabbeinu, is speaking to Hashem, Pein Yomru, hearts, Asher Hotzionu Misham, Bli Yacholos Hashem Lehaviyam Ela Arts, Asher Dibu Lehem, that maybe the Egyptians are going to say, that the reason why, Hashem destroyed the Jewish people in the Midbar, was not because of the Chet Eagle, but rather, they're going to say it's because, Hashem lacks the ability to bring us into Eretz Yisrael. The, the Gemara Brachas darshans this pasuk, and it says, was brought by Rashi, by Rashi in B'midbar, Perg Yudalad, Positive base already brings the Gemara. So the Gemara says, Yacholus is it should have said Yachol instead of Yacholus, that Hashem is not able instead of without the ability. So Rabbi Elazar says, the Moshe said to Hashem, the, the nations are going to say, Teshish Koho Kinekeva. That Hashem's power has been sapped, has been drained, like that of a woman. And he cannot save. Even though Hashem managed to take us out of Mitzrayim with all those miracles, but to bring us into Eretz Israel where there's 31 kings, and to dispossess all those nations, to completely annihilate them, and to give it to the Jewish people, that much not. And L'chayra, the Dover, is, is, is a Pella. What kind of a Svar is that? That it, if, if someone could do a miracle, which Yitzhak Mitzrayim was full of miracles, innumerable miracles. So, so what's the difference... If you're coming against one Melech of a huge country, or 31 Malachim of small little city-states, what's the difference if it's to just break the yoke of the nation, or to completely annihilate those nations? Uh, if, you've, if, if it's miraculous, miraculous. Meaning, um, you know, the Japanese... Uh, immediately surrendered after the Americans dropped 
the nuclear bombs, that was because they understood that it's a different echus of power. It's a different quality of power. You can't, no matter how many rifles you have and how hard you fight, if the enemy has nuclear bombs, that's the end of it. That's the end of the war. So, being that Hashem displayed in Mitzrayim, a different echus of power, a different quality of power, one where he can, you know, kill all the firstborn with one strike in one second. So, what difference does it make? Oh, but here's 31 kings. So what? They'll die, they'll die just as quickly. So this Gemara, this whole Taina, the Moshe Rabbeinu is, is, is making to Hashem, is, uh, needs beer. That's number one. And number two, there's a lot of discussion. In, 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 all, in all the Rishonim, um, how a person, Chos Sholom should not be Choshish, he should not suspect that maybe Rabbi Olazer, the one who is speaking in the Gemara and Brachas, doesn't understand basic Hebrew grammar, and that his statement, the Tash Koho Kenekeva, is coming from understanding that Yecholos is a female word. Because that's not true. Yecholos is not a female word. Yecholos is not the same as Yechol for a woman. That would be Yechla. He, he can, she can. Yecholos means ability. Ability is not uniquely masculine or feminine. So, um... Ein Bergola, Ein. Um, everybody, everybody talks about this this concept. Uh, the Alshech says that anyone who says such a thing should have liquid gold poured down their throat. Interesting uh, turn of expression. But, uh, so rather, so he's coming from from a deeper understanding of what is the koach of a nekeva. Um, and that has to be understood. It has to be understood what it has to do with a nekeva. I mean, women, generally speaking, are not as strong as men, but um, there are some women that are very strong. Also, here there's the a language of tashish koach, uh, which is a language of sapping. Is Hashem's power has been sapped like that of a woman. So, in what way is the power of a woman sapped, that, that it gets weaker? Uh, and in what way is that similar to what, the, what these uh, nations would suspect is going on with Hashem? Um... So, first of all, we'll start off with the, with the, with the Das Funus, Oslamet Vav. Um, the Ramchal explains one of the fundamental philosophical mistakes that people can make about life, and each one of these mistakes represents an entire Mahalacha Chaim, an entire civilization, an entire pathway in life that humanity has chosen for itself, um, because every, everything at the end of the day has to boil down to some sort of a philosophy. Even, as crazy as it sounds, even modern-day America, in some way or another, has to be rooted in some 
philosophical world outlook. So, this is, he's describing the fourth mistake that people in, li- in life, and that is that of the Christians, that they say that because the Jewish people sinned, and Hashem has granted humanity, people, free will, so by granting humanity free will, he kind of turned the control of the situation over to mankind. And so, Jewish people, by sinning time and time again, eventually made it impossible for Hashem to actualize on His plan. Meaning, the plan had been that it will be the offspring of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, who will be the chosen nation. And Hashem says that very clearly. That this is forever, this is how it's going to be. But, say the Christians, this is only conditional on the Jewish people's participation. And when time and time again they sinned, and they were warned, and they sinned again, eventually that plan is thwarted, it uh, falls through, and Hashem is chas uh, to say such a thing, um, as if a person could say that Hashem's power is not enough, He's incapable of actualizing the plan that he had set out to do. And that's, uh, that, that's what it means, the, you know, the, the, this would be like, like what the Pasuk says, Sur Yodosecha Teshi, that the, um, the source, the Sur, the, 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 the formation, the, either the former or the rock from which you were chiseled out from, me, your source, Yaldasecha of your birthing, the one that gave you birth, Teshi, you you have uh, you have weakened. So it's the same language of of, of Tashish Kocha. So that the Jewish people, through their evil deeds, have, so to speak, weakened the hand of Hashem, because Hashem has made himself depend on the Jewish people. Now they grant that even they understand that this is not the way things are essentially. But, but once Hashem decided to turn control over to mankind, so that we should be Bali Bechira, we should be free will decision makers to uh, determine our destiny, so then, so to speak, Hashem's hands are tied. And there's only so much He can do, but at the end of the day, if we keep on choosing the wrong thing, so then um, the, it, it will... Uh, Hashem does not have enough power. He lacks power. He lacks the ability to bring the, the to, to bring his plan to fruition. So then he has to abandon that plan, and like we know, what they say is instead go and select a new group of people, maybe open to the public, general public, anyone who wants, come one, come all, and be from the chosen people. Okay. That's and that's what the Ramchal says is obviously a um, major mistake. So then, according to that, now we can come back to our pasuk and we can say that that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to Hashem that there's going to be a major chil Hashem that's going to come 
if you kill the entire nation in the Midbar. Because if you kill them all in the Midbar, because of their sins, so the Nigel is going to say that this was due to lack of your ability. Not due to lack of your ability because, you know, Hashem doesn't have enough po- firepower to, you know, smash up the fortresses of the Canaanites. But that there's not enough schus. The Klausel don't have enough schus. It's one thing to leave the hands of one king. We know a king represents a certain mazel, a certain spiritual power. 31 kings represents a whole other level of spiritual power. There's, you're talking about Hashem has to now go and make a upheaval in the world. He has to turn 31 nations, 31 kings, break them all um, and destroy all these nations. That's conceptually a bigger mapecha than simply getting a nation to let go, to, to be released. So, of course, once Hashem is you know, using nuclear power, nuclear bombs, just like He can destroy the Egyptian army, He can destroy the Canaanite armies as well. But it means that being that Hashem has made Himself dependent upon Klausrel, that Hashem has given humanity free will, and that the Siat Dishmaya that we get is dependent on that free will. This is called Midas HaMishpat. Midas HaMishpat is, or Midas HaDin, is where what you do is what you get. If you're a tzaddik, you get a lot of bracha. If a person is a Rosh HaShalom, he doesn't get anything. He gets very little. And that's, in that regard, Hashem has turned the keys of the world over to us. So if that's the case, so so Tash Koko Kinekeva. So the guy will say Tash Koko Kinekeva. His power has been weakened like that of a woman. Now, what's the comparison to a woman? A woman is like the moon. The moon waxes and and wanes. It it becomes bigger and becomes smaller. It it becomes a full moon in its peak of its power. And then it becomes a chaser, it becomes lacking and, and diminished. And all that depends on what? On what it's macabre from the sun. It means a woman represents the power of reflecting, of responding, of um, reacting. Right? So when the moon gets a lot of hashpa from the sun, so it's very, very powerful. It's a full moon, just as big as the sun. Um, appears in the sky. But also, it can get very little, and it can almost disappear. So too, uh, a woman, in relation to her husband, is the energy, the spirituality, the depth of life that the husband brings home from the base of Midrash, where he toiled, whether it be early in the morning, or late in the evening, or if he's Zoha, then the whole day. And he brings that Torah home into the house, and he infuses that into the home. The woman it has a tremendous power of being able to take that, and reflect that, and bring it out. We're going to talk about this concept more a little bit later. And that is a power of an Akeva. An Akeva comes, obviously, from the language of Nekev. A Nekev means a... a a cavity, 
A cavity is something that's a macabre. It's, it's, it's a receptacle. A receptacle means it receives from somewhere else. And depending on what it receives is what it has. So, Tash Kohok in the Keva, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying to Hashem, they're gonna, the, 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 the non-Jews are going to ascertain that what's happening here is that your power has been weakened, it has been sapped. Like that of in the Keva means you're not getting enough power coming in from the Jewish people. The Jewish people, when they are righteous, when they are good, so, Posik says, Tnu Ozlalukim, which means give power to Hashem, right? The opposite of which is to sap His power. That's, uh, that's, and that's what the, the concern for the Chil Hashem was, that if Hashem destroys the Jewish people for the Chet Eagle. So then the non-Jews are going to say that Hashem didn't have the ability to bring us into Eretz Israel because we weren't righteous enough. And being that we weren't righteous enough, and being that Hashem had made Himself dependent on us, that only to the level of our righteousness is the level of Siyat Adishmaya that we're going to have. So then Hashem, Chasm Sholem, doesn't have the power to bring us into Eretz Yisrael. Now, just a quick uh, detour to discuss why Taka wasn't there. I mean, Hashem was actually planning to destroy the Jewish people. So why is that? We haven't yet heard why it's a mistake, but the Ramchal says this entire worldview is a complete mistake, and there's never, that is not true, and it's impossible for the omnipotent and omniscient, all-powerful and all-knowing, perfect beyond anything we can imagine being being um, to have a plan that is then thwarted, that doesn't come to fruition, that fails, and Hashem has to restart. That is ludicrous. Only someone who is himself lacking in some way or another could have a plan that falls through. So, again, like I said, we'll discuss in a minute how the Ramchal answers that this, is, that this cannot be and how it actually does work. But before we do, so how was Hashem planning to destroy the entire Jewish people? The answer is He wasn't. He was planning to destroy the entire Jewish people except for Moshe Rabbeinu. And then from Moshe Rabbeinu, He would rebuild the entire nation. Which means it would still be the Jewish people. It would still be Bnei, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. The Moshe, Right? But it, that's not called a failure of the plan. It's called a delay of the plan. The plan was always there would be the Jewish people. This is the Jewish people. It's just that it's not all the Jewish people. It's never been the, all of the entire Jewish people. Many Jewish people never left the side. Many, many of them died beforehand, before most of them even came. So that would not have been considered a... Uh, a, a reset. It's not a dead end where you have to turn around, go back, and pick up some other people that they have nothing to do with this. It, it's a, it's a straight continuation, straight line, continuing. Just not everybody. It's a narrowing down of the funnel. That's all. Okay. So 
the 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 and the, the connection of the, of this concept to our pasuk is a mfush rakanti. Now the rakanti is very concise, so we're going to have to read his words carefully. But that is what he's saying. The rakanti over there says that on the on the pasuk of mibulti yacholus brings the gemara and brachas, and he says tashkochuk in the keva, and he says. Very a one-liner. Dibu Kane, they spoke like this. The Chazal, the Gemara Brachas, is, is alluding to Lusod Ramuz. There is an allusion to the secret Ramuz Midvarenu Ki Hamaimer Haze Lemides Hadin. Say that's all he says. He says you should know. The allusion here the Chazal are giving you is the, the, in this mimer, in this table of theirs, is to the Midas Haddin. Now, what does that mean? So, we just said earlier, what's Midas Haddin? What's Midas HaMishpat? Midas Haddin is, Hashem says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a. Um, the, when, when you play tennis, so you, so you, 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 you can hit the. You go play against a wall. You play the tennis, you hit the, the, the ball against the wall. The wall does one thing, one thing, it reflects right back to you what you, what, what you, if you shot a strong shot, it shoots back a strong shot. You shot a weak shot, it shoots it back weak. So, over here, that's what Midas Adin is. Midas Adin is, Midas Mishpat is the level of righteousness. Whatever it is that we're doing, that's Hashem reflects that. Hashem reflects it back to us. <laughs> That's Midas Haddin. So Ramkanti is saying that the Gemara over here of Tash Koho Kenekeva is Midas Haddin. That when we are not righteous, so Kivayachal Hashem's power is sapped. That is, so so now, that would have been the Chil Hashem that would have been made. Now, first of all, what is the truth? Um, wh- why is it not correct, this worldview? Ramchal there explains because the because besides the Hanhag of Midas Hadin, which the nations of the world are very aware of, but besides that Hanhag, there's another Hanhag of uh, you know there's a, there's a number of other Hanhagas, but the extreme one of it, of which is called Atik Batika Talia Milsa. It means that the matter depends only on Hashem, that Hashem can do whatever He wants, even though. Uh, there's uh, it, even though we're not deserving of it. Yeah. So although on the one hand the Mishnah in Perkei says Vakol if you rova mice, everything goes after the predominant amount of a person's actions. But on the other hand, the Gemara Brachas Dav Zayin Darshans the pasuk Vachanosi as a share achon. I will be gracious to the one that I will be gracious to. So Gemara there says. Afal hagun, even though he's not fit for it. Pasuk and Eo says, Imchatas matipol, he did a sin, so what? What did he, what did he do to me? Right? Uh, Etc. Many, many, many psukim. We know with Bilam, he came to curse the Jewish people. Hashem said, I'm not looking. I don't see any curses by them. I, I look, I don't see anything. The, that whole day, there was never, those three days, there was never a moment of zam. Of 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 midas hadin, right? So therefore, Hashem was able to continue being mashpia, chasadim, 
and tremendous yet Vishmayan Slacha to us. Now, of course, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, everything has to work out. Everything has to, yes, work out Midas Adin. That's what Der Hashem discusses extensively in Chelek uh, Base. Mesul uh, Sisharim discusses this um, in Perk Hay. But uh, that's not our topic for today. The final point that we want to speak out is the Rav Tzodok in Dover Tzedek. Um, by the way, Rav Tzodok also in Pre Tzedek, over there in Shlach, kind of speaks out a very similar point. Um, but, but in Dover Tzedek, uh, right in the beginning of Masechus Erevin, Rav Tzodok explains that this is the concept of the Shechina that resides with, inside of every Jewish person. The neshama that we have is a chelik elokami mal. It's a portion. It, it's a piece. It, 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 it's sourced in the shechina, in the divine presence. But this divine presence is referred to by female language. Shechina is female. It's called knesses Yisrael. The gathering of the Jewish people is a source of all the neshamas of the Jewish people. Again, feminine. And he says that this language of femininity is, of course, um, reflects this concept of being potentially tarred and weakened and smeared through our negative actions. But he says another beautiful thing, he says, but it also reflects the concept of the aim of the mother who raises up her child, who raises him and has him, uh, facilitates him to become bigger and, and to become a mature person. Which means the Midas Haddin that Hashem operates with, where he kind of takes a step back and says, I'm going to be, I'm going to reflect you, I'm going to, I'm going to act according to the way that you behave. So on the one hand, that makes it, it, it makes for a possibility of the weakening of the power. That's Tash Kohok in the cave. But on the other hand, by turning over some of that control to Adam, into the hands of man, what that also does is it empowers him and encourages him to grow as a person and to become a gadol. So that's why the aim, the mother, the the, the nekeva, is the is has these two aspects. These are not two separate features of a woman. Number one, the fact that she is responsive, the fact that she re- reacts to her husband. She's a softer person. She's more um, impacted by her interaction with other people. Uh, been proven studies over and over again. You don't need any psychological studies. Obvious, women are much more malleable people than men. A man, it's a kol chazakar. This is what I do. This is what I am. I'll do it anywhere. This, uh, this is how I am. So it's very, it's very stiff, very firm, very imposing, and doesn't leave room for the other person to grow. On the keva, who is responsive, reflexive. Yes, there's a possibility of Tash Koho. There's a possibility of her power becoming weakened. But there's also a possibility of Tnoz Lelokim, give power to, to God, where, where Hashem makes Himself open to allowing us the possibility of impacting and changing and empowering the spiritual realms, and that makes us into, into, into a God. That makes us into, uh, to grow up, to become a tzaddik, to become a person 
who understands that his actions are meaningful and powerful. And that's the message we want to leave off with. Now, during these weeks, post Tisha preparing ourselves for the unbelievable days of Elul, of Tishrei, uh, first step is to understand the power that we've been imbued with, that Hashem has put Himself to a certain extent, not like the Umus Olam believe, absolutely, of course, Hashem is still in charge and in control, but to a certain extent He has put Himself in a reflexive, in a responsive, in a Nekeva situation, and may we be Zoha to give all the Lokim. Good Shabbos.